Sometimes if you find the rhythm, that's it. You found the song. Yeah. Good. Oh, put some steak yeah, yeah. on it. Put some steak on it. Bah. Yeah. Ah, we're taping, right? We're taping, right? Yeah. We're taping, right? I made sure we got this on tape. Ah. Always record. Always record. It looked like it was on. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting for the first time in the entire history of everything, the best of the worst, this is the Bad Movie Fiends Podcast, starring Harlow Mackie. And the beach. The Banff cast. One star. We're in. Let's do this. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. It's good to be here. So, um, it, it's it's good to be here. Much better than the last time that we were here but weren't here. Uh, due to some technical difficulties, our uh, premiere uh, podcast uh, didn't exactly record. Um, yeah. So, this is, uh, this is take two. It's the last time we hire a moose for a recording engineer. Absolutely. Yeah. But hey, um, practice is good. Absolutely. So maybe this will help us, you know, keep it a little more concise, a little more punctual to the fact. Somehow, I don't think that's going to happen. Probably not. Um, but let's go around the table because uh, you know we're new voices and nobody really knows who we are. Uh, so I am Mr. Harlow, and I am the Beej. My name is Mackie, and there you go. So yes. you know. I hope you picked that up because we're going to just pretty much continue on like it's uh, understood now. So uh, this week, the bad movie of the bad movie fiends, uh, the pick this week was The Wicker Man, the <coughs> 2007 remake. 2006. Six, I'm sorry. 2006. Uh, 2006. Here we go. We're messing up already. Starring the eternal Nicolas Cage. Ooh, the eternal Nicolas Cage and not slash Coppola. the equalizer, no. Edward Woodward. Right. Yes. He so. was the equalizer, right? Uh, that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds that sounds. You're excellent. the one with IMDb. Uh, but yes, actually, yes, it is because remember, characters were named after him. Yes, right. they were. But in the remake, that yes, it was Woodward. So if Woodward was the equalizer, then you are correct, sir. Yeah, I'm going to go with yes. Incidentally, right. the movie also starred uh, Ellen Burstyn mm. as um, William Wallace <laughs> and uh, Kate Behan as Skeletor's little sister. Yes, that is that is also correct. Um, it was a star-studded cast, I gotta tell you. It was. Um, also, the once thought to be more famous than she now is, Lily Sobieski. Who? Uh, yeah, exactly. what happened to her? Exactly. She was touted as the next big thing. 
Um, but her thing was not big or next. <laughs> so, yeah, she was in uh, the one of those, you know, meteors are going to destroy the Earth movies. Uh, and um, Deep Impact? Deep Impact, yes, that one, not Armageddon. Wow, really? And, I'm already um, embarrassed. Yeah, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's and, uh, you know. How could someone in a movie with both Taya Leone and Morgan Freeman not make it? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, really. that's strange. That's really the judge of a career is if you've if you've done a movie with both God of them. and that hot chick from that TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, her. She was in Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> another another cinematic another masterpiece. Stellar oh, piece of I, filmmaking. I mean, she did come right off of The Wicker Man and, and two movies later make In the Name of the King, A Dungeon Siege Tale, wow. directed by none other than Uwe Boll, who I'm sur- sure we will get to his filmography. Dr. Uwe Boll. Dr. Uwe Boll. Um, I'm sure we'll get to his filmography at some point in time because you really can't talk bad movies without eventually getting to him. He is the Orson Welles of terrible movies. He is. He is. Um, he is an award-winning filmmaker if you count Razzies as an award. Well, he has won plenty. They are awards, so <laughs> He puts credit. in the effort. He, he puts in the time he and does. the effort. And so anyway, um, back to the Wicker Man uh, and the fantastic glory that it was that cinematic yes. masterpiece. Uh, who'd like to start it off? How about uh, Secretary BJ with the notes and everything going yeah. on there? Yeah, I'm the least organized, but I keep uh, I keep <laughs> notes because I I have a tendency to forget stuff about halfway through the movie, and then uh, and there are some that you're probably very thankful for. That. Yeah, 76 seconds after the credits finish, I usually forget the names of the characters. So um, we got we got Nick Cage as Edward um, Edward Malice, a cop uh, with no motivation at all. It seems. Um, I'll go over my first impressions after I saw this movie, um, which were, what the hell is it about? Why is Nick Cage shouting at everyone all the time? And what happened to all these little pieces of plot that they presented to us that that never did anything? Um, we had, I think, eight or nine different devices that were introduced to us that really did... Nothing. Um, yeah, they just kind of vanished. Yeah. There are so many things that just kind of vanish in this movie that were there. And you said, wow, well, that looks like a good setup. Yeah, that might go somewhere. Right. And um, then they don't go Yeah, there's his, his lady friend cop, his cop lady friend, female cop friend. Yeah, very friendly with her, he was. <laughs> he was about as friendly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he he had to be a terrible first date because that entire conversation he gave one word answers the entire time. Yeah, there was uh, it was nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it was hey hey how how you doing Nick or Edward? Sorry, I, I I'm just gonna <laughs> refer to him as Nick Cage because that's who he is. That's yeah. right, that's He's Nick enough. Cage. So she's like, hey Nick Cage, how are you? I'm all right. Good. Nick, are you, have you recovered from the accident? Uh, yeah, almost. When do you think of coming back to the force? Soon. All right, Ben, nice talking to you, Nick. I mean, really, it's well, been yeah. fantastic. And the longest sentence he said, well, do you want to come in and sit down? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, and she had that look on her face like she had drawn the short <laughs> straw at the precinct. Obviously. You know, where yeah, it was obviously. like, who's got to go over and talk to Nick Cage? Yeah. All right. Seriously, so the, is he going to have the bear suit on? I mean, is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, should we, do we really want to jump to the bear suit? I, I don't know. Suit? I mean, obviously, we're not talking about any kind of a plot with this movie, so I think yeah. jumping so, all over the place is... Yeah, spo- have, spoilers are going to be encouraged here, yeah. just just for a, a quick you, you really FYI for everyone. Movie, I yeah. mean, and really, so. you're all better off for having spoilers for The Wicker yes. Man, because... The BMF cast, uh, we are not going to pull punches with spoilers. Absolutely not. So, if you're listening to this now, and you care about 
being spoiled for these wonderful movies that we're about to talk about. Um, yeah, just just hang up now. Go. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to move, move along. It's probably a bad here. choice for a podcast trying to build listeners, but you know, if, <laughs> if hey, welcome to our, yeah, uh, welcome our to the podcast, show, shut it off, uh, go away, please. Yeah. Thank you. We no. don't want to mislead anyone. You no, know? of course no. not. I mean, we, we, you know, we're not obviously going to talk about a movie that came out that week. Uh, yeah, you know, we're we're going back to some classics and not so classics, such as yeah. The Wicker Man from two thousand six. Pretty much, if we mention the name of the uh, movie in and the you, title, and you think you for the podcast possibly want to see it? Yeah, um, you'll be better yeah, off. You just might want to just move along until yeah. you have. But I gotta say, let I, me get this off my chest now. Okay. I Nicholas Cage sucks. I hate Nicholas Cage pretty much in every single movie he's ever been in, except Raising Arizona. Okay, and thank God he was in this movie. I swear, because if he had not been in this movie, it would have gone down in history as the single most boring movie to ever hit humanity <laughs> in the history of humanity. That's that is saying a lot, but yeah. probably not too far from the truth. Because yeah, uh, yeah his his ability to completely overact, especially in oh, scenes God. that are completely not necessary. Oh, it's did glorious! Pretty much make this what it is, and you know that's okay. I think it. I. You know, and I've I've heard that the original Wicker Man is is actually a pretty damn good movie. Um, I I really think that with you know a competent director and competent actors and casting directors, it could have been a pretty decent movie. Could have been suspenseful because there were plenty mm-hmm. of plenty. I think there were probably a hundred or two hundred different places where they could have built tension, but due to the complete lack of competence on everyone's part, um, there was none. The scene with the the friend of the cop or the his lady cop friend um there was obviously a potential for for sexual tension there mm-hmm. but nicolas cage is he's nicolas cage is so nicolas cage that you can't build tension he's like uh yeah and the only the only time the only tension you get is just being uncomfortable watching the scene because it's bad acting yeah and it's it's that continues throughout the entire movie. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, you know, he's so it's so fantastic to watch him in this because I don't know if it was mostly the script or mostly him, but he spends all of his time once he gets to the island searching for his daughter. Which okay, let's just recap the plot real quick for you guys. The setup, you know. I'm I'm assuming most people who are gonna listen to this have already seen the movie. And they're going to go, man, I want to hear somebody just tear this up. Because they were probably, you know, they could have been that poor bastard who was like, yeah, I'm going to see it in the theater. Ooh, I'm a big I really Nicolas like Nicolas Cage, yeah. And they already hate me, you know, because they're a big Nicolas Cage fan. But uh, they... Uh, we already hate okay, them because the, they're the, big Nicolas the Cage The plot fan. of the film is um, Nicolas Cage gets a letter that says from his ex fiance who apparently nobody else knew about, that was friends with him or, you know, as friends as you could be with Nicholas cage in this movie. But he gets the letter that says, Hey, I have a daughter. She's been kidnapped. I need you to come help me. I, I don't have anyone else. Yeah. She doesn't, of course she doesn't have anyone else to turn to. Cause if you're turning to Nicholas cage, yeah, you you're, really, you you're don't damn, have anyone else to turn to. So he goes to the Island to find his, his, uh, well, as it turns out in the most unsurprising plot twist ever, that it is his daughter that dun, he's dun, looking dun. for. Yes. And uh, that's all I'll say for now because okay. we have to save some good stuff. But anyway, sure. 
Don't forget that he's a cop as set up by the four and a half minutes of him yes. stopping people for no reason at all. Yes. Well, we do have to talk about, uh, you know, once he gets to the island, this is not your everyday average normal yes, island. of course It's not. full of um, rejects from the village. Uh, uh, yeah, which, yeah, the extras. Yeah, they're the extras. Yeah, at least all the female characters. The female characters. Uh, they all live in this strange uh, Wiccan Summer's society. Isle. It's like uh, a nature weird people. commune hippies. Yes, yeah. Commie, you think they're commune hippies? We'll go with bee pro- uh, honey producing commune. Yes, yes. Yeah, that bees. seems to be the only thing that they produce there is honey. Mm-hmm. And and um, and subservient men. Subservient men. All the yes. men on the island are. Uh, pussies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They none of them speak. I think one says one line at yeah. one point, and that's mm-hmm. about yeah, it. I think I think Ellen Burstyn was actually the strongest male character in this movie. She yes. was. Um, you know, distant second would be Nicolas Cage. I mean, somewhere. No, that chick who was the barkeep. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, she uh, was Sister oh, Beach. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, she, I, Sister I Beach. That her. that yes. was her name. Yeah. Sister Beach. This is what happens when we put a couple of days between watching the movie and then attempting yeah. to talk about it. Followed it's, closely by um, Aaron Eckhart's. Uh, half second cameo in the diner scene. In See, the very I beginning completely of the movie. missed that until some until you told me. I I did mess that. I missed that I myself. Had, yeah, that's uh, thank you. IMDb. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so who knew? There you go, Two Face. So yeah, there there are apparently like three male speaking roles in the entire movie. Yeah, about that. Yeah, which is really you know it's good since Nicolas Cage has ninety five percent of that dialogue, right. and ninety five percent of it is him wandering around the Shouting island. At people. Yes, shouting at people. Yes. When, once he gets there, he just he's, acts like a yeah. complete asshole. He's pretty much belligerent right from the start. Actually, even before that, I mean, going to the to the pilot, he's just immediately yeah. belligerent to everybody. Yeah. Well, to set that up, the um, this island is off the coast of Washington, apparently, and he's a California cop, so it's out of his jurisdiction, but he's Nicolas Cage, and he could give two shits. Yeah, he could jurish um, your diction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like he said. So he's trying to find a way, and he has to take a ferry to get to this island, and uh, we'll get to some more about the ferry uh, later, but um, has to take. A, this is a boat. Keep in mind, yeah, it's a boat. Yeah. It's a it's a ferry slash boat. <laughs> so he takes it to get to a place where he can get to the island, and then he happens upon a seaplane pilot, not a float plane, as I've been informed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who he had to take a floater. Yeah. So he finds a seaplane pilot who is, um, you know, of course, stand up citizen, and he works hard for his money or whatever. Um, Nicholas Cage approaches him about getting to the island, and the s- ever so scrupulous seaplane pilot says, "Well, I have a good contract with those people, and I, I, I can't take any visitors there." Until um, Nicholas Cage produces his two friends, Mr. Grant and Mr. Grant. Oh, uh, Ulysses and Ulysses. U- yeah, Mr. Grant and Mr. Ulysses. <laughs> yes, um, they're twins. Thereby totaling a hundred dollars for this guy to uh, break his lucrative contract with these crazy people on the island. And the guy's yeah. eyes light up like he, you know, like he just, yeah. like Nick Cage just made it rain with thousand yeah. dollar bills. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, honey doesn't pay much. Yeah. Honey, you know? <laughs> honey don't pay the bills. Yeah. But really, he he could have held out. I mean, really, he it's held not out. like it's not like he flashed a couple hundreds at him, and the guy's like, right. oh wow, well, wow, right. that's pretty. It's two fifties. Yeah, two fifty dollar bills. I mean, and the only thing worse is if he had flashed like a you know a candy bar and been like, I got my friend Kit and I got my friend Cat. <laughs> How does that work for you? Yeah. I got my, I, I got the quintuple, the, the Jackson quintuplets here. <laughs> oh well, you could break out the friends, Jackson Five on exactly. Him. <laughs> my friends George and Washington. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got you a lot. I got Michael and Tito and Latoya, <laughs> and it's the greatest yeah. hits album. <laughs> but yeah, that was like the easiest bribe ever. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. It's 
apparently he has never been to uh, a Middle Eastern market because uh, he did not haggle at all. Right. No. You know, it was pretty much, oh, $100. Sure. Well, hell, $100. Yeah. Fine. That's so. worth my eventual death. Yeah. My eventual and obvious death. Yeah. Least, <laughs> least <laughs> surprising hope. dead body ever, ever in a movie. Yeah. yeah, they did take about 20 minutes to show the inevitable um, dead pilot at least. From the time that you were 100 percent sure that he was dead, right? I think the plane had already sunk, and then eventually, oh look, dead body! Oh, there's yeah. a d- dead body on shore with his mouth sewn shut and his yeah. eyes plucked out. Yeah, I that was definitely so- not worth a Kit Kat bar, yeah. no, at all. Nor was it worth two grants. No, <laughs> oh, I was surprised Nicholas Cage didn't like search him to get this hundred bucks back. Ooh, that you know? wow, that, yeah, good call. It, it could have happened. Good call. I would have liked to have he seen that. He seemed like that kind of guy in this that movie. That would have been a redeemable quality in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and in his character, who had none. Yes. Yeah. Except the ability to shout and uh, berate people. Yeah. And speaking of shouting, he also spends a good three-fourths of the movie yelling out the daughter Rowan's name. Rowan! While he looks for her. Rowan! There were, there were some very Rowan. long scenes of no dialogue except him just creeping around, hearing hearing a rustling in the bushes behind him. Rowan? <laughs> Rowan? Rowan? You know, and didn't IMDb say that three four wasn't it again, three fourths of the dialogue was taken from the original Wicker Man? Yes. Yes. It now was. if three fourths of that dialogue was him yelling out for his daughter's name, Rowan. then that's probably what they stole it from because he spends a lot of damn time doing that in this movie. Yes. Uh the daughter was also named Rowan in the first one, and so therefore we stole that dialogue for this one. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Who who knows? Yeah, I think he says Willow a few times, who is his uh, estranged ex fiance. Yeah, and also, uh, uh, what's her name? Summer Isle. Summer Isle. Summer, Summer Isle. Yeah, Summer Isle. Yeah, he, he shouts yeah. that about good, twelve times. Yeah, there's yeah. a pretty good yeah. scene where he. Well, not good scene. Good scene is relative <laughs> when you're talking about this movie, but uh, a scene that I actually remember yes. as happening. Well, so should, should we talk about Willow? Is it time to talk about Willow? Oh, yes. boy. Oh, yeah. Willow. What are we uh, going to talk about about Willow? I think if there's one thing that this movie needs uh, an award for, that is the makeup artist. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, every oh, other time she wow. looks like Skeletor's uh, yeah. little sister. Yeah, I was Kate, like, man. Kate Behan. That Kate Behan chick. I was like, man, wow, this she, girl is hot. She looks like Fiona Apple. Yeah. Um, and then we looked her up on IMDb yeah. and to see her other pictures, and she Ooh. looks more like Fiona Napple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, to all of our million, millions yeah, and millions of fans she's got quite there. a snarl. Yeah. Whoa, boy. I was going to be her agent, but I will only be her agent yes. if... She works with the makeup artist. If I'm the agent for her makeup artist. Yeah. And actually, I would have her makeup artist just, just hang around by. her all day. Stand by. Please. You know, like she wakes up to, you know, she wakes up about 3 a.m. We're going to man, give, we're gonna have to give you a dusting. Man, I could go for a ham sandwich. You know, while she's walking to the, you know, to the fridge, I want that girl dusting her face. I want to get the pancake makeup going. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Makeup. That was, that was disappointing. I mean, because we thought we'd found somebody, you know, something, a jewel out of this right. uh, bag of shit that was Wicker Man. Yeah. Aside from that, we'll just have to take Molly Parker, who stars as Sister Rose and yeah, Sister Thorne. Did you look her up? Um, she's, she's not exactly got it going yeah. on most other places. Either. Yeah, but she's got a whole lot closer ratio of, yeah. of yeah, hot to fugly. Yeah. Um, she, than, was, she was definitely closer and that's the to thing. how she when was When you're presented. watching just a terrible movie, you, <laughs> you, you at least for, you, you want some something. redeeming like hot chick in it, maybe. Yeah. Something. You know, and this is what this was PG thirteen, correct? Um, who knows? Probably. Sure. I, I'm going to go that with yes. Good. And you know, so you know they're not going to get naked. Yeah. And you at least want to look at some of them looking hot. So at least the makeup artist kind of 
kind of helped that along. Definitely earned really, his keep. Definitely. Oh, uh, something I should point out here. I okay. just noticed this. Um, in the UK, apparently, there is a alternate rating because there is a director's cut. So let us all thank everything that is holy that we did not see the director's cut. I hope it we probably got was only 20 more minutes Ooh. of Nick Cage yelling, Rowan! Yeah. <laughs> The extended yeah. searching for Rowan scene. Yeah, two, oh, two different ratings to in the, the UK. I, my heart goes out to you, people in the yes, UK. Yes, all British listeners, we wow. feel your pain. That, that, is, that is unfortunate. If there was one movie that did not need a director's cut. Unless it, yeah, because that was a long, boring-ass movie for This is a perfect time to bring this up. The only thing that could make the director's cut uh, possibly worth watching is if the director's cut includes the 18-wheeler. Yes. Oh, or, we love the 18 or perhaps the best the, or perhaps the, the director actually getting cut for making the movie. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll get to Neely Butte later. But so in the, the 18 wheeler. Sort of towards the beginning uh, of this movie when we're still getting the exposition about how he's a cop. Uh, he's pulled over this station wagon because a little girl in the back seat has thrown her little dolly out. And Nick Cage is a badass biker cop. Oh. And so he rides doesn't even, by. Doesn't even stop. Doesn't even stop. Rides by and scoops the doll up, flips his lights on, and struts over Mr. Cool Nick Cage in the leathers and the helmet. And uh, hands the doll back. Blah, 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 blah. Nothing important happens until... An 18-wheeler crushes the shit out of the station wagon. Yes. Yes. And you called it oh, right before yeah. it happened, too. That was my favorite part. Yeah, well, I, I saw an 18-wheeler drive by, and I'm like, man... An 18-wheeler needs to hit bad. this car right yeah. now. So the girl throws the throws the doll back out of the car, and he walks over to pick it up. And as he's bending over to pick it up, blah! 18-wheeler. 18-wheeler. So yeah, I should have been on, more on the ball. And, yeah, you should. No. I hadn't found a sound effect. We've got enough sound effects I think going so. on our yeah, own. We, we can do it we've done, we've, we've made that sound enough. We're, because we're, we're we basically Michael Winslow here. We eventually did it about 70 to 80 times during <laughs> right. the course of the movie. It made it bearable. Yes. Well, the, the reason we did that is because the 18-wheeler shows up again. And uh, once again, I called it. I'm, I'm just lucky. Um, he's sitting on the boat. and The he's, ferry. 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 I'm on a boat. Sits on, sitting on the ferry, and he's, I don't know, he's taking some drugs from the pain he sustained from getting blown up, um, and he starts kind of hallucinating or daydreaming, or he falls asleep, and he's having a little little dream, and he looks out, and he sees the little girl, and she's standing out by the railing on the ferry, and I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, Rowan? Yeah, he goes, Rowan? And he gets up, and he starts kind of walking towards her, and I'm like, man... That 18-wheeler needs to hit this fucking boat. And sure as shit. <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> crushes the girl. The girl gets wiped out by yeah, the 18-wheeler. The girl on the boat. On the boat gets wiped out by the 18-wheeler. <laughs> I'm on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> There's a going truck. <laughs> yeah. God. I, that, uh, we laughed for a solid five yeah. minutes after that. Yeah. The 18-wheeler uh, and its glorious, glorious supporting I, role. I think the 18-wheeler is the best, the strongest male lead in, in the movie. <laughs> yes. It is beaten out, and it does show up again. It does show up without in kind our of a, assistance. In a, yeah, in a flashback sort of sequence. Yeah, the the exact same sequence, isn't right. it? But the mom gets wiped out along with the daughter, that, if right. I remember correctly. Yeah, Willow and Rowan are both standing there, and right. Yeah, that's one of those many unexplained things because they're in the car. They weren't in the car. Yeah, uh, it's, we're not it's real left sure very incredibly got, ambiguous. Got killed in the car, and it doesn't really matter. It doesn't, but, doesn't matter at all. But the but the woman and the girl that he pulled over when they get wiped out by the eighteen wheeler, he gets knocked out because he's trying to save the girl, and the car blows up. 
And then they tell them they never found the bodies. They never found the bodies. We don't. The car wasn't registered. Yes. The car it was wasn't stolen. registered. Uh, and then yeah. it was nobody from Mars. cares. Yeah, nobody. Nobody gave a damn. cares after that. Nope. Uh, so should I pose this? What if? Uh, would it have made it any better if it was all just a hallucination brought on by the drugs? Would that have which made part? It? The whole rest of the movie. No. No. Okay. Just, just it, you know. that would no. have been a giant, a giant er waste of time. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I, but I, I, would have been I, even I concur. More I just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah. You know, because he was having a lot of uh, strange hallucinations and right. I mean, that whole island but he was wasn't pretty messed the, up. Yeah, but he wasn't at the time that he hit that the girl vanished. Sure. So. Well, maybe he was. We don't know. I mean, maybe if it was yeah. from the from the he didn't get the letter until after that. Yeah. He saw them. Were they actually in the car? We don't know. We yeah, don't but that care. is one of many many Pretty drop plot, plot points sure. throughout yeah. the movie. Yeah. What else? Do I have uh, yeah. Please, yeah, please well, consult the notes. I yes, mean, no, I'm consult your copious notes. Uh, let's I, let's not forget, and also in the beginning of the movie, the six different yes, production I wanted companies. To get to that too. Oh, oh, um, one yes. of the the second biggest laugh of the night. Uh, in the beginning, and this was before the movie even really started. We're watching, and we get the Warner Brothers intro. Um, this movie brought to you by Warner Brothers, yeah. and so we see the first production company. We're like, okay, it's. Uh, and for some reason, what was it Saturn? There's yeah, Saturn I, pictures. I can look them up. For I some reason, I don't know why either, but I just decided to start saying presents after <laughs> so each one. So I said Warner Brothers presents, presents. and then it's Saturn, Saturn Pictures Boom. presents. And um, pull it up. Yeah, yeah. Give me one second. Yeah. Well, why does after this movie have logos, so many credits? I, logos I kept that. showing up on screen. And I was the to- was the grand total six logos before was, they actually got to. It was, it I think it was, it was five logos, but six written. Yeah, it was it was ludicrous. It was just like wow, here are so many people involved in making a terrible, terrible, terrible movie. Yeah how how much how many studios does it take to how get a shitty companies? movie out? It, it must take a lot because uh, now I'm, I'm I'm unable to find this for whatever reason. It doesn't really matter. There was well, a lot all I know is on the IMDb page you had to click more. Under production uh, yeah, companies, I'm, I'm which that's, that's never happens. Bad. That's all ever bad. happens. Oh, yeah. There we go. Um, it totals looks like nine. Nine total? Nine. Holy crap. Nine. I mean, that, then that's not counting distributors. That is a lot of ruined I resumes. Mean, when you go to distributors, you've got plenty more because there's, right. you know, all well, the Yeah, world. but we're just talking the ones that are actually oh, yeah. listed we've, we've got on mil- the credits Millennium, of the film. New Image, Red Bus, ah. Emmett Furla, Equity Pictures, Equity. Alcon... Bright Light, New Image, and Saturn Films. Yeah, yeah. I think and, six of those were noted on the picture. Yeah. yeah, I love that they show the credit, the you know the uh, the logo for them on the screen. Oh, absolutely. And, and then, then when they're showing your credits during in, the movie, in they list font. them all. Yeah, in papyrus font, which I pointed out, <laughs> since I see that every day. Yes. Yeah. So but, then they <laughs> then they had to write them all out on the screen, which took another uh, I don't know forty five seconds to write all those out. Oh, it took a while. Uh, just a random piece of trivia that uh, Harlow pointed out. Uh, the font used in the movie was the same that was used in the original. How quaint. So I wow. gave it a pass. I wonder right. if that's the reason that that font is on like every well, in, yeah, computer in, in 1973, ever. there were not as many fonts. Right. There were seven. <laughs> hey, man, they had Helvetica. They had Optima. Yes. Times, Times Roman. That was all they needed, you know. Arial. Really, why bother? Yeah. What do you, what else do you need fancy? We've now fonts turned for? into the font cast. <laughs> We're just yes. gonna sit here and list Hey, I'm a graphic fonts. artist. Shut up. We'll talk about when <laughs> we'll talk about it when we get to Helvetica. But actually that's a good movie, so we mm-hmm. you got yeah. shrimp scampi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got all these different fonts here. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Um, we also had a, a scene that was kind of inexplicable when um, when Nick Cage first gets this this letter um, at home, drawn uh, brought by the short straw female cop friend. He takes it to the station to find out what's going on and ask his porn stashed buddy, um, Pete, what's going on? Read this letter. Well, he hands Pete the the letter, and he then Nick Cage starts talking again. Um, don't remember what he said, but Doesn't he talks matter. for about two seconds. He talks about two seconds. The guy goes, Willow, huh? Well, that kind of sucks or something like that. Yeah, he reads the entire note in the span of right. about a second and a half. And it's, and a, it's like a two-page like letter. A, a two-page letter, front and back, written in girly script. Yes. You know? I was like, man, this guy, this guy must have been awesome at Tess, you know, because he <laughs> could just read everything like in like half a second, then get the answer down, get on to the next question. I mean... This guy was speed reader extraordinaire, and he knew all the pertinent information, too. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. Oh, well. Should we just go on and skip to the, to yeah. the better parts of the movie? Yeah. I mean, the last yeah, I'm 20 boring. minutes or so? Yeah, I'm getting bored because, yeah, yeah the, let's just leave it at this. The first hour and 15 minutes. Completely worthless. Not oh, funny. So boring. Not, not even just... Not even fun to make fun it's, of, it's other than the truck. I it, mean, if you yeah. if you yeah. get into the spirit of, of expecting the 18-wheeler yes. every nah, five nah, seconds, you might get something. That yeah. made the first half of the it, movie it bearable. Really yes. yes. Otherwise, it's just Nicolas Cage berating everyone, yes. being belligerent towards everyone, expecting them to do what he says, despite everyone clearly yeah. telling him, he, he's either, no, he, you're an asshole, leave our island. Yeah. And, and you're you. out of your jurisdiction. He's pretty much either yeah. belligerent or he's comatose. Those are the two stages yes. of Nicolas Cage in this movie. Yeah. But then we get to, you know... He's researching, you know, he's, he's searching, he's found, he's found a doll buried where his daughter was supposed to be buried. Oh, goody. And the doll is burned. Oh. Right. As you recall, the 18-wheeler crashed into the car in the beginning of the movie, and it exploded. While he was Possibly holding the doll. Possibly burning a doll. Possibly yes. burning a doll. But it brings us to really the clip that made us decide to watch this movie Absolutely. and review it anyway, which is the famous YouTube clip of all the Wicker Man's best scenes. Yes. And, the internet, and, and the internet meme that is, how did it get burned? Yeah, how did it get burned? How did it get burned? How did it get burned? How did it get, how burned? get burned? Why, why don't I just go ahead and play this clip? Okay. I, I have it queued up because, yes. you know, I'm on the ball. Because And keep in mind, when, when this comes on, like, all of these scenes are in the last half hour of the movie. Yeah. All much. of the hilarious, awesome scenes that everyone wants to see, yeah. Other than, they're all backloaded. I mean, they're, they're pretty much two seconds if they're not in the last second, you know, yeah. half of the movie. Uh, I think uh, there's a quote from our porn stash cop buddy. Yes, at the very the beginning. But uh, yeah, most of these are all the latter half of the movie. Off the bike. Oh, yes. Step away from the bike. Keep in mind, he's brandishing a weapon right now. To steal a bicycle. Yes. From a girl. And as I pointed out many Not times... Not there's anything wrong with that. There is no way to ride away on a bike. Yes, I, I think it's... Yes. How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? I don't know! I can't answer! Give me three uh, seconds to answer Now he's, he's silently walking up to the barkeep woman, I might point out. And without saying anything... Oh, and she's down. Yeah, he cold cocks her. And now he punches Lily Siobieski and roundhouse kick to the face. Yes, he he ninja kicks her. Yes. Yeah. I believe that's a side kick. Okay, well, I like saying roundhouse kick. I'm sorry. And now he's going to rip masks off of little Yes, girls. he's accosting little children. Yes. All female. It's very tense. Music is very tense. As you can tell by the music, it's a tense. Here's something from the first half. Oh, and it's over. See? 
Yeah. <laughs> and now he is walking along in a bear suit. Yes. Oh, we got a bear suit. We 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 have glossed over the bear suit. We're getting to the bear suit. Don't yeah. worry. Because but when you, the single when you, best scene, the single best scene with the, the bear suit. Oh, uh, he punches someone in full bear suit. <laughs> and there's Ellen Burstyn as William Wallace. Yep. This murder! 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 You'll all be guilty! Because they cared so much what he said the rest of the movie. Absolutely. And he had jurisdiction. Don't forget jurisdiction. He's got the total bee beard going right now, too. Wow. Wow. The plot thickens. Didn't even know you had a plot. Okay. <laughs> and that pretty much yeah. sums up the movie right there. Yeah, we uh, can just do the greatest hits right now. Yeah, I mean we've got it all. That's that's it. That's I mean really right this here. this two minute and eight second YouTube clip is really all you need to see from this yeah. movie. We just figured there would be more. We were wrong. No, you that literally is all that's worth seeing. Yes. Other than him trying to ride off on a bike indignantly, <laughs> pretty often. Yeah. Uh, I think it happens three times. I yeah. think three times he bike jacks very, someone. Yeah, very hard to look manly yeah, or cool you, when you, riding away on a motorcycle. It's tough to look tough riding away on a bike. And the other the other beauty part, um, or non-beauty part, is the bicycles have bells. Yes. But he does not ring them. Never yeah. once. Not it's sad. once. Why does he hijack the bike anyway? Uh, to, to get, get there faster. faster. Yes. Yeah. So it was pretty much just, I am requisitioning this vehicle. <laughs> Absolutely. Step away from the bike. Step away from the bicycle. Ma'am. I think he should have jump kicked them off the bike. Yeah, well, she does taunt him a little bit, but, I mean, he's Nicolas Cage, and he's been an asshole to everybody throughout the movie, yes. so I really don't blame her. Oh, and no. And I don't blame no. them, you know, when, they, you know, the basic crux of the movie is they wanted him there so that he could be sacrificed as because they had a poor harvest the previous year, I believe. Right. If, right. if I'm interpreting you know this deep narrative yes. properly yes because that's that, exactly what they said is they were sacrificing yes, okay. him because of the deep the, yeah the bad so yes, you know the you whole point it up there. the whole point is to get him there so that they can burn him in the wicker man yes the eponymous which is wicker yes man. which is what the wicker man is is a giant wicker statue that they burn with him chained up in it and i you know the way he acts throughout the movie i don't blame them for torturing the shit out of him Absolutely before they not. do it you know they break his legs mm-hmm. and he's they kneecap him they, twice. yeah they toss the bees on him, mm-hmm. and then once he gets knocked out by the bees, they give him the adrenaline shot to wake him back up. Yes. Oh, we should point out so that, that he is, can be he alive. Is apparently, he definitely be... allergic to bees. Right. And he yes. Has the, uh, the Two epipens. Yeah, the epipens. With yeah. Him. Yeah. I, I, I don't mind them torturing him. I just wish they hadn't tortured us to put his ass in the wicker man. Right. Seriously. It, it took them. It took them like what a day, it, it, a, a day or yeah. so. Rather and than then, and, and amongst the screwed up plot lines in it there's a scene where he is again looking for rowan and he thinks that she's in this flooded crypt and so he you know opens the gate to it goes down underneath then once he's in the water someone shuts the gate and locks him in behind him if they're gonna sacrifice him in 12 hours and he has to be alive why would you lock him in the crypt where he's gonna drown quite possibly in the middle of the night i don't understand it ah there's this was really it just kind of it was kind of like a torture movie it. for our main character and us. Yes. Um, yeah, I I pretty much would have yeah. rather watched Saw or Hostel because 
Right. If I want my happen. tour, to at least those characters are suffering more than the sure. people watching, sure, as right. opposed to this movie where really they're usually scared too. They're not assholes. They're not running around being belligerent. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they're like, why me? Why me? Not get off the bike. Or I'm going to punch you in a bear suit. Right. Yeah. And I understand. Oh, not you in a bear suit. Me in a bear suit punching you. Yes. Oh, and better. the bear suit. Apparently, this was mostly Nicolas Cage's idea Genius. to have the bear suit on for the last 20 minutes or the so. Man is an and you know what? Thank you, Nicolas Cage. That's, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's the only thanks you're ever going to get from us. Yes, especially from me. Unless you bow out of a movie that we think we might like. Maybe. Um, I'm, I'm not going to get on the Nicolas Cage defense, but, you know, yeah. I don't hate the guy. Mm-hmm. I even, even after watching Wicker Man. Well, I, <sighs> the thing that bothers me, and I know they're trying to make a movie, and they're trying to keep us interested, um, and doing a very poor job, um, there are what a hundred people on the island when Nick Cage lands there sure. they want to sacrifice the guy there's a hundred people yeah a hundred people that Just want to sacrifice him save us all some time one Nicolas Cage that doesn't want to be sacrificed knock the guy over the head with a brick put him in the fucking wicker man and torch his ass seriously oh it had Done. to happen on the certain day it had to yeah well, they could on the day they got a hundred of them death yeah, and they boredom can, they had chains they could have broken his legs the, a day yeah, earlier sure. yeah, break his legs just chain him up they yeah. had they had Doctor Quinn Medicine Woman or whatever the hell her name was, yeah. Sister uh, Beavis. And yeah, Butthead the chick or... from Six Feet Under. <laughs> yeah, um, what was her Doctor name? Rose. Sister Volva. No, not no, not no. Rose. Doctor <laughs> something. I don't know. Sister O'Keefe. Um, sure. It's it was a flower. Yeah, or a yeah they were plant or a tree, tree or something. Damn. Doctor Moss. Doctor Moss. Moss. Wow, she drew the short straw on names. No kidding. Yeah. You know, you got Sister Rose. Doctor yes. Crap that lies around. Yeah. <laughs> Usually yeah. has like red bugs in it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was a telling. Um, yeah, but but him wearing the bear suit is just fantastic. Because not, I mean, first he cold cocks the very manly Sister Beach to take the bear suit. Yes, because he knows she's got the bear suit that he wants. Right. Obviously, <laughs> obviously <laughs> in, in he the, wants that bear suit bad. Obviously, in the island relationship, she would be the bear. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I go. Sister Beach, oh, yeah. what's she run about six two two sixty yeah. something like that? She was heavy. Oh. She's a big girl. She, she was like a. She had she a was, bigger Adam's apple than any guy yeah, I know. She was. She was like a uh, slightly younger, slightly butcher Kathy Bates. Yeah. 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 It was like, hey, we want Kathy Bates. And she said, oh, you're, re- you're remaking Wicker Man? And they're like, yeah, Kathy, are you in? And she's like, well, who, who's playing the Edward Woodward role? And they're like, oh, we got uh, Nick, Nick, Nick Cage. I, I Wait, think, who'd you I get? Who'd you get? I, I missed that. Oh, we got, no, we she, got, she, we got, no, she actually read the script and she said, uh, oh, you break his legs at the end? I, I've already done that. Yeah, been there. Yeah, yeah, been there, done that. Yeah, but she found out Nick Cage was in it and was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm. No. Uh, they're like, but he was in Raising Arizona. Yeah, He's won an Oscar. About that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, uh, I've, no. I've got other. So after <laughs> I'm going I'm to go be <laughs> yeah. naked in a hot tub and yeah, yeah ruin erections for the rest of <laughs> people's <laughs> lives. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so he, he cold cock sister beach and then whoops Lily Sobieski's ass for the bear suit. And yes. probably I think it was in retaliation for what she's done with her career. I mean, fair enough. Yeah. You know, fair enough. If, didn't that, she again, also justified? Didn't she also before? Um, uh, who knows? Before he. Whooped her ass for the bear suit, didn't he? Also, or she, she asked for she asked to, for him to yeah, take, take, him, take her take off the her island. Take yeah, me with you, yeah, please. and that, take me with you. Yeah, and uh, then it, the the weird part is he never responds. Like, he just uh, looks at her funny and then walks away. Pretty much. Yeah, now we probably, don't know if she was attacking him for that. If she really wanted to be off the island, she probably would have. Like, that was actually a, helped him out if you know he said something. Well, no, but he had to keep his. He had a good streak going. He had been an asshole to everybody mm-hmm. except Willow, so it was kind of like. 
Yeah. Yeah, I've got to. Don't want to mess with the formula. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. like, that's that's the role. You got you got to run with it, you know. So that's that's what he did. He treated her like shit, and she attacked him, and then so he treated her like worse shit by ninja kicking her into a wall, and <laughs> her eyes roll back in her head. She gives him an indignant look before you know the eyes roll back, and yeah. then she's dead. No, she's not. No, yeah. she shows up at the end to help them burn him. Absolutely, yeah, which okay. he deserved again. Yes, right. Oh, and and I, I actually I think this was kind of fitting. Um, he's looking for the girl the whole movie, and she shows up at the end, obviously, and that's why he cold cocks the last person he cold cocked yes. in the bear suit and he grabs the girl and they run away and she leads him back to them because it's all been a setup. she leads him in a big circle yeah pretty you know, much and the thing is too what was he thinking yeah he's the only with- one on the island again there's a hundred people on this island who all hate your fucking guts nick so yeah. what does he do he's like he's gonna punch one of them <laughs> grab the girl and then run away while wearing the bear suit right. and then complain that he can't keep up with her because of the bear suit right and don't forget earlier his only way off the island has been sunk. Yes. And the only guy who could have flown him off the island had there still been a plane. And still got his hundred bucks. Right. Yeah. Was dead. Yeah. yeah. So what What the fuck are you going to do, Nicholas Cage? Yeah, he's going to swim her back to shore. I'm going to swim, swim you her back, back to, shore. to civilization. Oh, I think I'm going to get on I my motorcycle. I think he's going to try a cell phone one last time. Oh, God. Yeah, the <laughs> cell phone. Oh, we haven't even touched on the cell phone. They show him. He's on a remote island. Basically. I mean, it's, it's like they... Do a long time with the whole plane montage showing him getting there that says, hey, this, this island is, a, is not close to anything. No, it is not in Portland. And, of course, he spends the entire movie testing his phone to see if it works. And it's like, that's the other thing. It's either Rowan or or him flipping open his phone. Going, for, you know, beep, 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 yeah. beep, beep, oh, beep. No and, of course, of course, hitting the button, as we all know, checks yeah. your signal and tries to get you mm-hmm. a better signal. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and try to dial yeah. when you have no bars. So, of course, right. the phone does not work until he's running away with a little girl. Mm-hmm. And, and the then all goes, of a sudden it rings. Dee 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 it's porn stash guy. Yeah. yeah. Help, I'm in trouble. Beep, beep, beep. Oh, that yeah. was useful. Whoops. Thanks. Yeah, that was that was tension. Get me that, out of here. Yeah. Get me out of here. Oh, sorry. I lost oh. Yeah. And see, I, I don't know if that was supposed to build tension. And it was just no. a, such a miserable failure along with the rest of the movie. Because really, this is supposed to be a movie that's really tense and suspenseful. And there is nothing in there that no, I was even like unsettled by. I mean, no. I'm definitely afraid of bees. Like, that's my one phobia on this planet. And... I got nothing like all these scenes where, you know, he gets swarmed by bees and, you know, they pour the bees and then he gets the bee beard and he's, oh, God, not the bees. They're in my eyes. Yeah. None of of that even gave me like, you know, it didn't creep me out. It didn't do anything. I was just like, oh, yeah. Nick Cage, bees. Bees. Hmm. Wow. We're jumping back in subject here, but you know how bad it is when you're looking at a photo of Kate Behan and she's standing next next to Jodie Foster and Jodie Foster looks better. Oh, Oh, I know. I know. Sad. Wow. So it, sad. It's I one mean, of those it things doesn't help where... that she's next to Isla Fisher, but, you well, know. Oh, I mean, yeah. Just saying. Forget oh, about Isla it right Fisher. there. Oh. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. That's, that's bad. It's it's unfortunate. It really is. But, again. Great makeup artist. Yeah, great makeup artist. Great cinematography, yeah, by the, the way. Yeah, the You know, there is, is that is definitely a redeeming quality, and apparently the only award that the movie won, correct? <laughs> yes, uh, an award in Canada. So. That, I mean, uh, that's not a Razzie, of course. No, no, right. It, it won plenty of Razzies. Yeah, but Was I mean, a, shot, a legitimate award. A legitimate award. Was this one made. shot in uh, in BC? Um, oh, you want to know where it was actually filmed? Yeah. Let's see. Chances are, because they were trying to portray the Pacific yes. Northwest. Yeah. BC. BC. And yeah. Vancouver. Because And yes, the cinematography is quite nice. Yeah. I mean, it's a very beautiful setting. Yeah, everything looks great. The um, setting, I mean, the set is great. Yeah, and and it works very well. You know, it's a very nice thing to look at when Nicolas Cage is wandering through the bushes, yelling out for yes. Rowan. Right. 
which he does a lot. Rowan. So yeah, the, which we haven't mentioned, but yes, he does that a lot. <laughs> I think we have mentioned. So he, he the, <laughs> not enough. We're just driving home the point here. Yeah. yeah, the the beauty part at the end of this movie, and this is, you know, the, one of the only things that I thought was actually kind of cool about the movie. Um, he's been trying to save this little girl the entire movie, so she leads his ass back to all the villagers. Yes, um, all the extras from the village. And they're, you know, burn the witch, burn, the, or whatever, whatever they're shouting at him. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they lock his ass up in the wicker man. They, they haul him up by his feet into the head of the wicker man. And there are goats and chickens and shit that they're also sacrificing also throughout the wicker man. And then. Did anyone take back the bear costume? I don't, I think he ditched the bear costume ah, at some damn. point. That's a shame. So they drag his ass up into the wicker man. And then the little girl sets it on fire. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of nice. Yeah, it was a family bonding experience. Yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. Because of course Willow has betrayed him. Right. Everybody. She was was playing the whole time. Which once again, right? What's the point when you can just knock him out? Exactly. Tie him up for a couple days and then toss him in the Wicker Man and go. Mm -hmm. But then again, there wouldn't be a movie. I mean, which we'd all have been better off for. Well, that's the efficient solution. See. Yes. So is it time to talk about Mm -hmm. Neil Labute? Yeah. That that's most of the movie. Yeah. But is is it time for Neil Abute? Uh, why who, not? Who wrote who wrote the screenplay and yeah. directed the film? Yes, Neil Abute, a man who actually has some good movies on his resume. A couple, yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, in the company of men, a good movie. Very good. If movie. you like it, you're a terrible person, but it's sure. still a good movie. It's still yes. we can say it's a well made movie. Well made movie. Um, Apparently, your his, friends and neighbors. Yeah. Apparently, his thing is um, making you feel uncomfortable. Making you feel uncomfortable and showing you. Um, men are assholes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of misogyny. Hate men. Hate men. Yeah. Hate men. Yeah, that's about interesting. It. Yeah. Well, yeah, and he also looks like a fat Brett Ratner. Yeah, that doesn't help. No, no, <laughs> and that's guilt by association, yes. right there. Exactly. You know? But yeah, I don't know what happened with him. I mean, really, what is he doing? Uh, nothing. Please, God, don't any say note. anything. Nothing of note. I mean, uh, I don't think he even has any well, projects. He might have up. killed his he, career he with did, this movie. Well, to no, be he, he made Lakeview Terrace after this. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. Anybody um, see that? No. Did no. Not no. really. Interested. I love Samuel L. But and now no. slightly less interested than I was before. Yeah, with that one, I'll have yeah. to wait for a while before yeah. we watch it on this because, well, yeah. we can't, we can't, we can't. How did turn- it get mowed? How did it get mowed? How did it get mowed? <laughs> and yet, somehow, he has another movie in pre-production. Oh, he does have something. Yes, he does. What's he got? Uh, Death at a Funeral, um, starring Chris Rock and also written by Chris Rock. So it's Neil a comedy. Le- you know, Neil LeBute is doing a comedy. Yes. Well, I mean, he's, he's good he's, at he's good at unintentional comedy. Yeah. So yeah. maybe if he tries definitely. to make it a serious movie, it will be hilarious. Apparently, with actually, Lakeview he did Terrace, make Nurse Betty, yeah. which uh, yeah, eh. pretty good, eh. pretty good. I, I'm eh. about uh, Nurse Betty, yeah, but that is a comedy. Apparently, he's getting up. he's getting back to his black roots with uh, Lakeview Terrace, and now this gotcha. one, Death at a Funeral. Yeah, yeah. Well, it does have well, a, I don't a, remember. a Firefly alum in it. It has Ron Glass in it, so well, I'll say that. Were there right. any? African-American folks in Wicker Man? Um, no, they were too proud to have anything to do with that. Hmm. They they made the smart decision. Yes, that's right. That, that I actually don't think I remember a, a single person of color, um, of any if, color if there, besides white. If there was, they would have been either at the truck stop in the very beginning... Yeah, right. where he picks up where he picks up the motivational tape mm. that he loses. And oh, I forgot that, that because so did the director. Cassette. Yeah, 
Oh I, yeah, a cassette from a 2006 movie. Right. Yeah, cassette. we we figured he picked up the motivational tapes. You know, the people of the island were gonna burn them to CD since they're still a little behind. <laughs> How did they get but burned? They, they they've moved us to CD. You know, maybe they had MP3s. I don't know. I didn't yeah. see any computers there. So, right. but either way, he's got motivational tapes, and then he asks somebody, "Where's my tapes?" He complained. He he makes a point. The director makes a point to leave that shot in the movie, mm-hmm. or the editor. Whoever makes a point to leave that in the movie and then bring it up later, yeah, bring it in, bring it up later. Oh, where are my tapes? And and then do nothing with it. Nothing happens with the tapes. Absolutely nothing. Nope. At Which, least something happened with the doll. Thank God. Yeah, seriously, because that would have been the seventy eighth. Because he did want to know how it got burned. As, how did it as burn? Did we all yeah. really. And apparently, he didn't want an answer because <laughs> right, no. he didn't give her any time. He just to speak. wanted to no. ask the question. He was, he, she didn't realize he was just taking a breath when he stopped after the fifth one. Right. Willow, I don't know. Oh, I, I was going to keep asking. Yeah. Uh, crap. Willow, there goes my career. How did it get burned, Willow? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been much more entertaining. Uh, so anyway, I think that can pretty much wrap up our yeah uh, extremely hate fest. If, if you're hate really festival, if you're going to do man. it to yourself. Ooh. Our recommendation is just fast yeah. forward through the first hour and 15 or minutes. Or save yeah. yourself Watch time, the last half money, hour. Or just don't. And YouTube. just go to YouTube and watch yeah. that two-minute clip because there, really, there really is absolutely nothing more redeeming than those. Honestly, issues. just keep watching the part where he cold cocks that chick while he's on the bear seat. Yeah, the only thing you could really do that is That never a, gets old. You could only have a little bit more footage of him actually getting into the bear suit right. and running around yeah. in the bear suit. Did they did they show the eighteen wheeler on the YouTube clip? No. Okay. I mean, see but, if you can out, find, of co- out of context. Not that funny. See if you can find yeah, the eighteen wheeler though. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we made it funny. Yeah, and you can make it funny too if oh, you yes. play the home version of this game. <laughs> yes, uh, we will be giving away home copies of the no, game no, to be played. Not the not the movie. Oh, the okay. game. The game. The game itself. Yes, uh, we we will give you that recommendation yes. for free. For now, yeah, we're not. We we cannot afford, nor would we pump any more money into that franchise. Yeah. You never know. No. Wicker Man too. Electric yeah. Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I'm totally They dumb. electrocute the Wicker Man. Yes. That's what happens. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna I'm spoiling that one already for you. <laughs> How to get shocked. <laughs> How to get shocked. All right. So yeah, that that's that's the Wicker Man. Um you guys wanna do you wanna take a quick break? Maybe come back and talk a little bit yes. about some other things. Let's take a quick break, make sure it recorded. Yes, that's where I was going with that, but thanks yeah. for pointing it out. I, I love right. pointing out the obvious. Thank I've you. just seen the Wicker Thank Man. You, I have obvious. to point everything out that's obvious. <laughs> hey, you're on a sure mic. Good bird. Yeah. You're on a mic. <laughs> Am I? All right. I'm I, I don't boat. know. I don't know anybody named Mike. All right. We'll we'll be right back. back so uh, i All think right. we're gonna throw out a uh just to familiarize our millions of listeners base um, we're gonna throw out a baseline how low can you go how low um <laughs> we're gonna throw out a baseline of our um our absolute unwatchable movie or movies and i guess we'll start with harlow okay so what we're going for here is uh something we consider a bad movie that isn't even entertaining like something we wouldn't even consider for this podcast because it's just so bad and excruciating we don't even take any joy out of watching it is that that's pretty much about, what yeah, we're going about for? it 
Okay. So go ahead and hit us with your best shot. Uh, yeah, I think for years and years now, I've said, uh, whenever anyone asks me my least favorite movie of all time, it has pretty much been Joel Schumacher's Batman and Robin. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, it's that's a rough movie. That is just bad on all kinds of levels. And almost killed George Clooney's career. And at that point in time, yeah. I would have been happy to see it go. Yeah. Because I wanted anyone involved with that movie to die a slow, horrible death. Yeah. He, uh, at least he was man enough, and he said, yeah, yeah it sucked. Yeah. He, he got right in front of it, which is, is commendable, which is probably why he has such a the career that he yeah. has today. Is. I mean, he's obviously allowed to laugh at himself. I mean, he was the voice of Sparky the gay dog on, yes. on uh, South Park. Park. And his only speaking role being, yep. So yeah, that's that's George Clooney, and I respect him for that now. Yeah, and see, Batman and Robin, I I don't mind as much as you yeah. because I could turn on it instantly, which that's a, happens to me a lot. Where it's, I I would rather be able to go, okay, this movie's terrible, and just start mm-hmm. making fun of it immediately, mm-hmm. kind of like Wicker Man did, where you know you had a half dozen logos before the movie even started, and we're laughing our asses off at it. <laughs> You know, and I can do that with Batman and Robin. The problem is you do that for the first 90 minutes and then you realize there's another 90 minutes left because that is the longest fucking movie ever. Yeah. And the second half is just grappling hooks, punching through walls while lit with neon lights. <laughs> neon lights. Yes. And, and, and neon hockey team. Yeah. Oh, God. So, yes, I. I yes. I've seen you, this, you have a good pick. I've, that is a good I, pick. I have seen this movie once and that was once too many. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that is a solid choice. And, and the problem there is is we're obviously to me we're dealing with a sacred character. Um, you know, it, it's one thing if it's a terrible movie, like uh, I I don't know something you have no connection to, but you take Batman and you make it that bad, it becomes worse. Uh, second only to that, I would throw out Spawn, just because it was a it was a movie that had potential. I mean, you can make that character believable, make it gritty. I mean, watch the HBO cartoon if you don't believe me. Right. That mm-hmm. was well done. Um, and obviously a whole lot cheaper <laughs> than, yeah. than whatever they tried to do with that Spawn movie. So I you're really down on the comic book movies. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, to me, like I said, it, it, you know, you hit home when it's, you make a terrible version of something that could be good. It's one of your yeah. sacred cows, too, it, is, it you is. know, the comic book characters. Yeah. And, I, and I, I don't love, I mean, to me, Spawn's not a sacred character. It's just you can make a good movie. I mean, problem number one, PG-13. Wow. I mean, you take Spawn and you try to make yeah. it PG-13. He, isn't he from hell? He's like, from hell. Yeah. Hell does not know what PG-13 is. Yeah. <laughs> hell is people who try to make PG-13 movies. I mean, PG-13 in hell is still ripping apart cor- corpses and sure. having sex with them. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's. And, and it's, I mean, you get rated R when you put them back together and do it again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing also with PG-13 and R. You know, you've yeah. got stuff like um, Die Hard 4. Or what was it called live free or die hard yeah where it was, they skirted that okay because yeah. apparently you know violence is fine just don't say you be a motherfucker or if you know yeah. get halfway through it and bang but it's so much hard. easier also to uh you know to go man that was a horrible horrible choice same with uh alien versus predator oh, the God. first one the first one yeah yeah mm. i mean you took franchise which is yeah. are which are known for their gore yeah what and six you six remo- movies that were all rated r yes let's make another one and make it pg-13 yeah that's yeah, that's yeah that's and there was no way to do it I, right. I don't hate that one as much as when i first saw it i mean the whole first time i'm watching that first one it's just oh god this is pg-13 yeah. what is this yeah, it's yeah. it's a kind of there's a certain expectation you have, yeah. which is much like you know treating the character a certain way. That when that sure. expectation isn't met, and you know it's not going to be met before you even set foot in the theater or press play on the DVD player, right? That's not good. 
Yeah. That's a horrible choice to but, do it that way. Hey, you no, know, not that it's a better movie, but they came back and they made the next one and Requiem. And, yeah, uh, the it's next just one pretty it's, much pure violence. Yes, it's not I mean, a good movie, but first, man, is it fun? first five minutes of the movie? A <laughs> eight year old boy gets yes, eaten, you know, watches his father have an alien burst out of his stomach and then and gets then killed. gets killed. Yeah, that's that's beautiful, beautiful, so good. Yeah, Mackie baseline. My baseline. Yes, I, I have a couple, but my uh, the one that I realized is rock bottom for me, I would never watch it again under any circumstances, is Summer of Sam by Spike Lee. Uh, I got preview tickets for that, actually, in 99 when it came out that summer. I had eight tickets that I got, and so I had eight friends that came with me to the preview. I made a point to call every single one of them afterwards and apologize for giving them free tickets to see this movie and wasting two hours of their lives because it was completely nonsensical. It was just um, nonstop swearing that didn't mean anything. Uh. You know, it's when John Leguizamo was running after, you know, his wife or whatever. Going, I fucking love you. I fucking love you. Fuck, 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 fucking love, fuck. If that was the entire movie to me was just people doing bad New York accents, screaming at each other. Okay. For about two hours. Yeah. I, I didn't take that away from it, but you know i it's again it's yeah. one i saw once i couldn't tell you anything about it other than well, the neighbor's dog talked to him yeah and was, the best part is when that scene finally comes you know because if you know the story of the whole yeah. the whole son of sam it's you know the dog gave him the instructions to kill people right and when the dog shows people. up <laughs> when the dog shows up and starts talking in john turturro's voice to him the entire theater <laughs> burst out laughing like this was supposed to be like the most horrible you know creepiest that, evilest that wasn't thing to, supposed to be funny i don't know I don't oh. think it was because okay. I mean the whole audience just busted out laughing. I at laughed. It. I thought that was supposed to be funny. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone was laughing their asses I off, mean, and I was like, that was when I knew like officially that the the train had just come yeah. completely off the tracks. Well, you know, nobody fucks with because I don't think dog. there was. Yeah, I I don't think there was anything else funny in that movie. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it's either that or the only other one that I can say reaches that low for me, but I can still enjoy it on a purely ironic level is Twister. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, Twister. There's so many good people in Twister, and it's such a terrible, terrible, terrible movie. There, To, to me, for Twister, there's still a lot of redeeming qualities, because yes. there's a lot of shit that is just batshit crazy in yeah. that yeah. movie. Flying cows. Flying cow. I mean... Well, yeah. there's the Category 5 that's come back for her, and she's got to chase it. <laughs> category 5 came for her dad, and it's back for her. The I mean, what the hell, man? Revenge of the Son of the EF5 Tornado. Yeah. And I got to admit, it probably made it worse for me, hating this movie, because back when I got my DVD player in uh, 97, whenever you went in a sound advice or anywhere, what was their demo material? Was all yeah. Twister all the time. And I'm like, can you just put something else in? I mean, not everybody likes Fifth Element. I love Fifth Element, but... I was like, just put Fifth Element yeah. in. Do the part where she jumps yeah. off the building and is swooping through the cars. I'm do, like, that's the, pretty do cool. Do the opera scene over and over yeah, again. Yeah, I mean, there's so much stuff in that that they could have shown. But no, they just kept showing Twister. Oh, oh, I hear sound all around me. Debris. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the same cow. <sighs> I mean. I I could just quote Bill Paxton from that movie all day. I'm, I'm fine Well, Bill Paxton is a badass. He's a golden sure. guy. I love he Bill is. Paxton, but God, man. Kill yourself won't bring your dad back, Joe. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Gary uh, Elwes is is also in. Uh, see, I blocked so much of that out, I, I know. and it's all coming back now. It yeah, hurts. I'm sorry. It hurts. Man. I do watch that every once in a while just for laughs. I mean, even Philip Seymour Hoffman's in that movie. Yes, he ah. is. And Cameron, Cameron from yes. Fast Times. We don't <laughs> no, know his real name. He's Paris just Cameron. Bueller, Paris Bueller, Paris Bueller. Or, oh God, fa- yeah, did I just say that? Yes, that's you horrible. Did. You I mean. did. Yeah. It's yeah. Okay. No. Please turn. Paris your, please turn in your Gen X card now. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I have to do at this yeah. point. Sorry but hey, but yeah, Cameron. 
Cameron didn't escape unscathed. No, either. he didn't. So I PJ? guess it's my turn. Um, yeah. And, you know, a lot of people, uh, I will probably once again alienate people. Because, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of good at it. Um, you bastard. Yeah. One of my absolute, well, probably the absolute worst movie for me uh, was Dances with Wolves. Um, Kevin Costner is, uh, you know, he, he, he does all right in he some other stuff. He plays a great uh-huh. dead guy in The Big Chill. Yeah. yeah. Um, One of his Dances, performances. Dances with Wolves was about nine hours of suck for me. Um, I, didn't, I didn't find a point in it. I didn't find any of it amusing. I fell asleep about, about four hours in, um, woke up what I assumed to be 30 minutes later, and there was another four hours of movie. Mm. Um, and that's kind of yeah. how I feel about that movie. Yeah. I it's, think most people... It was like that for them seeing Dances with Wolves. BJ, I know it was for me. BJ sleeps at the theater. Yeah. That is yeah. his Indian name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sleeps at the theater. Actually, I, I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it at an ex-girlfriend. Well, she was my girlfriend at the time at her mom's house. That would make house. her an ex-girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ex-girlfriend's S- sleeps mom. Sleeps on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sleeps on the couch. Um, yeah, so I saw it at, at, at her mom's house, and that was you know bad enough as it is, but it just, uh, it was painful. I mean, yeah. I... I I don't remember anything in that movie that stood out aside from the Tatonka scene where he's, you know, making the Tatonka. Honestly, I don't even remember that. Buffalo. And that's the best part is there's actually an extended version on DVD. Right. Mm. That's even longer. You can keep that shit. Yeah. That that would take like three days to watch. I know. I mean, it's like watching. It's insanity. It's it's like it would probably be like watching the director's cut extended super mega ultra version of the Lord of the Rings. All three movies. In one sitting, um, except with with the exception that you would really, really probably enjoy the Lord of the Rings. Yes, and you'd probably claw your eyes out and uh, hang yourself from your ceiling fan cord watching Dances with Wolves. No. Either way, you're going to need a diaper if you're going to sit through those. Well, well there's, there's a, a pause, there's a pause button. button. Yeah, most no, man, most no. DVD players come with that. That's only for rookies. Okay, you can't pause that shit. Keep a pee bucket nearby. Yeah. <laughs> Hook me up for the catheter, man. Yeah. I'm doing the Lord of the Rings <laughs> marathon. That's what it would take to do a Lord of the Rings yeah. marathon. You have a you have a, a a bucket of a bucket of beverage and then a bucket of pee. Just don't get the two mixed One up. One bucket to bring them all together, and then yeah. the darkness find them. <laughs> so that's mine. Um, there okay. are other movies that I cannot remember now because I usually try to push bad things out of my head. Um, it keeps me saner that way. Yeah, the thing I you know I realize about me and bad movies is that I can generally know before I'm going to see it if a movie is just not for me. You know, and I and I'm I'm generally pretty, pretty good about avoiding them, which is why right. you know stuff like that's fairly mainstream. I mean, Summer Sam, Twister, you know, I can look at those and and those would be my main examples. I mean, you know, there's also Angley's Hulk. There's, um, yeah, that's <laughs> well, you're that is a you're bad lucky movie. because that's so far yeah, there's down Van Helsing. There's, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of terror, but my the ones that I always seem to rally against are tend to be big summer blockbusters that you know, had something in them that should have worked and just ended up being atrocious. Yeah. Right. You're, you're lucky because you guys saw the version of the Hulk that was finished. Okay. Um, some guy brought over one time a DVD that he had gotten of the Hulk and... The work print. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. It, it was not finished. The Hulk didn't even have shorts. <laughs> uh, most of the audio... Was there Hulk dog? Yeah, are you... <laughs> there was, thank God, there was, was no Hulk Was it like dog. Watchmen? <laughs> Um, there, <laughs> there was no green dong on it. There was no Hulk dong, but was he just like Ken Ken Hulk? You know, like yeah, just, yeah. He was yeah. he was neuter. Okay. Um, it was yeah. It was that the makes Hulk print. very angry. Yeah. Right there. No. No shit. <laughs> um, 
so I so there was it, no did audio. Did it have like the comic book transitional scene things in it? Do you remember? Well, it tried because <laughs> that was about that was about the only cool part of the they movie. They didn't. It, they weren't finished though. Yeah. They were. It was basically like boxes and barely any of the CG yeah. was finished. Um, oh God! Just so the, the last Hulk... twenty minutes, it must have just been like blank. It screen. was like shapes. Yeah, it was you know it was nice. Hulk shape. Oh. You know, like a that's actually probably better frame. than the real ending. Yeah, that I probably made more well, sense because I, I couldn't watch it. I had to. I had to leave. Yeah, that last um, twenty minutes of that movie was just like it was a CG nightmare. It was like the uh, the scene in two thousand one. You know what is it? Space and Beyond the Infinite, where it's all the weird flashing colors. Yeah, except like in Hulk, there's someone shouting at yeah. you the whole time. My God, it's full of bad CG. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the, that last part of the Hulk, it made no sense. It was like 2001 without any context or, Yikes. or structure or yeah. anything. It was yeah. just random. And there was no Foley. Random lights flashing, people I, I, shouting, and then call, suddenly the credits show up on screen. Call, call me, uh, you know, a movie masochist, but I pretty much watched any and all comic book movies that have probably come out in the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. And this includes the obviously bad ones. Like I sat and watched Catwoman. Mm -hmm. I don't know why just wow. And that didn't make your list. Uh, no, no. I mean, it's, it's not good, but it's just, it's, you know, that's one of those ones. I, I kind of had an accepted level of this is going to suck. Whereas I, you know, Batman forever gave me enough hope that I thought Batman and Robin might be okay. Right. I just wasn't prepared for that bad. I think but, we were all prepared for, for Catwoman. Yeah, Catwoman, I was pretty well prepared. Well, um, when it's when the director, when his main credit before that was um, visual effects supervisor on Alien Resurrection. Yes. Also, terrible movie. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I've seen Elektra. I've seen Catwoman. I've seen... Yeah. Uh, Elektra doesn't even come anywhere yeah. near my, my bottom five. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, these are ones I just expected to be bad. I mean, so... You know, I mean, like I said, I would not put Ang Lee's Hulk would not be in my bottom five. See, for me, it is. Of, I, of comic, I, even uh, of comic book movies, much less of any movies. <laughs> that's No, but see, that's that's the thing is I am much more stringent on what movies I'm going to watch. Yeah. And I'm also, if they're bad, I'm going to turn against them real quick. <laughs> and I'm not going to like them real quick. And it depends on whether I can get some fun out well, of turning against them or I, not. I'm such a masochist that, I, you know, I am the person that the first movie I walked out of since... I think I was probably about 10. I mean, so we're talking a good 15, 20 years at least. Uh, I walked out of a free screening preview of Speed Racer. Oh. Um, and then you watched it and again. And then I watched it again. <laughs> I thought, wow. well, I heard enough people that I respect their opinions say, this is great. Um, don't listen to the reviews. And I'm like, was I just in a bad mood? What What was I missing here? Why do these people whose mm-hmm. opinions I normally respect well, say that this was worth watching? And I... I made it through. Our I, shiny, flashy lights friend Teastrell walked out of it. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I was I was there with him. So we if, looked at each other in this one particular scene, which is still awful even in the second viewing. Um, it's enough to make you want to claw your eyes out. But if you can get past that, there is some okay redeemable stuff. You yeah. start to buy into the car foo that the Wachowskis talked mm-hmm. about. Yeah. See, you loaned it to me, and I yeah. I could not bring myself to watch well, it. I, I just I put it back in the Netflix envelope. You're probably better off for that, I mean, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a part of me that says, all right, there's enough people that have talked about this movie that I want to, I need to see it, mm-hmm. but I just, and it's, and it's pretty it's, long, it's isn't a, it? It's a little long. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, what, two, two and, and a half, half hours? Or so, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. That's excessive. It is, especially for something. Yeah, for something like that. Yeah. That's that's a bad call right that's there. That's a long time to be raping your childhood. <laughs> but you would say that you're a lot more lenient with your movies. I that, am. That you're, you're I, more willing to find the good in them I, than I, I am. Yeah, I, you know, you can go look at my DVD collection. There are some things that 
most people would question why anyone would own them, much sure. less mm-hmm. me when I do have some very good movies in there too. Yeah, right? of course. Um, I would just also like to point out uh, the day after tomorrow. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> we riffed on this in in take one of the podcast, um, the mystery podcast, yeah. the the podcast the that shall cast. not see <laughs> lost cast. Um, day after tomorrow was you're talking about turning on movies, and you've said said to me several times since we started this idea that uh, if you can turn on a movie early, you can actually make it a, a lot better movie. Um, I think about 19 minutes into The Day After Tomorrow, I turned on it, and I still ended up absolutely hating that movie. That one's probably right behind um, Dances with Wolves on my list is yeah. The Day After Tomorrow. I, With the exception of some really cool CG shots, mm-hmm. that that the entire movie was, was exquisite and total suck. Yeah, so I take it you're not in for 2012, the uh, new one that's coming out by the same director, Roland, Roland Emmerich, Emmerich <laughs> who enjoys his disaster mm. movies. I, I would immensely, point out apparently. that I would watch The Day After Tomorrow a dozen more times before I would one more time watch Godzilla, also by him. Fair enough. Godzilla, ooh, that's <sighs> that was pretty bad. That's up there. That might make my top ten of worst. The only um, thing I liked about that Matthew was Broderick, was testing my subwoofer with it. It's kind of like Twister. Yeah, you could test the subwoofer on your home theater very well with the uh, with Godzilla, but uh, that was about it. Twenty twelve. It, it, it's going to be a disaster movie, as I understand it. You think? Yeah. Um, another one. It's a disaster movie, and I like disaster movies, so I'm going to watch it. Yeah. It's going to suck, but I'm going to watch it. Just. It, just because I have to, I have to try out the disaster movie. So I you're pretty like much it. you're you're cautiously pessimistic for that film. Yes, would that be an accurate description? That is an accurate description. I am ready to turn on it. Yes, but I am willing to. I'm not going to watch it in the theater. Um, well, what yeah. was it about Day After Tomorrow specifically? The the ridiculous pseudoscience is that it? I, I you know I can check out for the ridiculous pseudoscience. Okay. Um, to a certain degree, but it was so heinous in okay. this case. I mean, it was way off the wall. I, I didn't think the acting was any good. I didn't think the, the situations were plausible at all. Um, I didn't think the, the camera work was anything special. Okay. It was just kind of an all-around. I, I I thought that everything except for a few really neat special effects shots were, were just poorly done. Okay. Um, Fair enough. So it was just kind of blah for you. Yeah, it was just kind of, just kind of terrible. I mean, and like you guys, I can usually find something that I can really key in on and I can enjoy it either by trashing the movie, but even, you know, even 60 minutes into the movie of me making fun of it, it was still not enjoyable because I got Mm -hmm. tired of making fun of the same crap. Like, oh, what's he doing? Oh, look, he's falling through some more shit. You know, oh, look, they're not paying attention. Oh, look, they're random wolves, Mm -hmm. you know. So unlike the 18-wheeler or calling out for Rowan, you just couldn't get any enjoyment out of that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just could not... Could not pull myself together for that movie, and yeah. I really hope that that never crosses my eyes again. All right, so we can uh, pretty much scratch that one off. The, okay, uh, off off the yeah <laughs> the future we'll Bamf not cast show up list. on the Bamfcast here right now. So should we talk about the criteria that we kind of use for watching these? Yeah, I think uh, what we're gonna do is uh, we've kind of started the ball rolling here. That I think we're probably gonna alternate weeks here. Uh, this, obviously, this first week was kind of a let's say a bad A-list movie, at least. Yeah. It's a well-known, terrible It's a well-known, movie. terrible movie, something you can obviously go find at any blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, from week to week, we're going to go A movie, then B movie. You know, we're going to go for something a little harder to find, maybe. Um, C movie, if we can find it. If we can find <laughs> some C movies, I'm, I'm afraid. Um, but I may have a few. Uh, 
something that uh, you have to go a little bit on a search for to find uh, something yeah. this bad. We're gonna. Do, I guess we're gonna try to keep it findable, but sure, we're gonna make you work for it if you sure. want to see it on yeah, the I mean, B Movie Week. You're obviously on the internet if you're listening to this, um, so there are ways. Mm-hmm. I won't go into those, but um, you know, through iTunes. Through iTunes, Netflix? legitimately buying them, yes, of course. Yeah, Netflix. Oh, Netflix is there are plenty great. of ways. You can on order the, the DVD from movies. Amazon or perhaps the eBay. Yes. Yes, eBay. Yes, there may be some that we will find that have never actually gotten a proper release, at least in yeah. the United States. Um, so you know, look for those in the future. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I would think the A-list ones. We uh, we'll try to get the Blu-ray, which yeah, that's also a crime. That, Absolutely, that Wicker Man is on Blu-ray. Yes, and <laughs> much much better films have yeah. yet to appear on it. Right, yeah, the but, Holy uh, Trilogy. Well, yes. the two Holy Trilogies, neither right. of which are on Blu-ray. Hell, they got Bullet on on Blu-ray. Why don't they have? Bullets on Blu-ray? Yeah, they got bu- Bullet really? on Blu-ray. I no, watched it. It was not... Bullet the Blu-ray. I'm sorry. It, I'm it, I don't know where that came it from. It did not make a difference. Really? Well, I, mean, I, Steve, Steve I know the, ne- the Netflix Queen streaming looked, yeah. was pretty pretty grainy from what Ooh. I recall of it. It was pretty not good. And Steve McMotherfucking Queen is Steve McMotherfucking Queen. You yeah. cannot improve on him. What about The Great Escape? Is that on Blu-ray? Cause that's I a, do not know. I'd much rather watch that as far as Steve McQueen movies go. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. Time to look it up, yeah, huh? Well, yeah. But yeah, one of the other things that we've kind of, you know, we're going to try and avoid movies that are intentionally cheesy. Yeah. So there's there's a solid chance that we probably won't see any Bruce Campbell movies in this uh, over the course mm, of this podcast. Sure. Because I, I mean, his, you know, but it's generally that mood where they where if the people that are making it know it's bad, there's yeah. kind of that there's a very different feel to that. Like like a great example is Snakes on a Plane. I mean, yeah. that's Obviously. that's one of the best examples yes. of a. Of an intentional B movie, uh, at yes. least one of the most recent popular. So we're we're of it. trying to focus on stuff that, you know, funny. The, yeah, the people that involved in it just, you know, they really didn't know. They didn't know that it was going to turn out like that, yeah. and if they did, well, they kept their mouths shut while they were making it and cash the check. But that's fair. <laughs> yeah, and we're we're obviously not going to go anywhere near throw any money towards any of these uh, ridiculously god-awful spoof movies that oh, they made yeah. in the last right. all the, all the not another movie or whatever the hell yeah. they call them in. um you know they're not another teen movie it's funny enough but you right. know these these recent ones they don't even they don't even try yeah. to make a joke it's just hey you've seen this somewhere else and we're redoing it badly isn't that funny yeah see to me like so. scary movie was kind of the one that started all those yeah and i thought scary movie sucked I laughed once in the entirety of Scary Movie. I, I laughed a few times, but yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it, I mean, it wasn't. It yeah. wasn't as funny as they thought it was. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, I. You know, we won't get into that. I yeah. thought the first one was funny, but I mean, if you've seen, thanks to the magic of cable, I would never intentionally pick any up any of these. But I've seen pieces of like epic movie, date movie, and mm-hmm. oh god, I mean, does it hurt? It. it Anybody it catch melts your brain? Do you Anybody? wake up at night in a cold sweat? You, you know that Hulu commercial with Alec Baldwin, yeah. the gelatinous. That's it. Literally does that. Yeah. yeah. Anybody catch Meet the Spartans? Uh, same, no. same oh, thing. It's god. the same guys. Same it's things. the same guys. You don't yeah. want to do that. Yeah, no. I, if that, it's that, a choice, these, these are obviously off the list. Those if it's are, a choice between watching that movie and burning yourself, just go ahead and burn, burn yourself. It's yes. it's funnier. Yeah. You will not even question how it got burned. You will just be well. Thankful. And isn't it the whole thing is just. Um, it's a riff on 300, but then they throw in every other pop culture yeah, reference that they is can correct. at the same time, that's, right? That's um, what I'm saying. It's, yes, that, that's all it is. They it's, don't uh, attempt to make jokes. See, at least like Airplane and Top Secret and the, you know, pretty much the Zuckers back in the day, even up, yeah. to, even up to Hot Shots. Yeah. I mean, 
they would spoof a movie, but there were jokes. Right. Um, yeah. You know, these just literally present you, have you your father's these eyes. These present you with random like, hey, you're watching something that looks kind of like 300, and here's a joke about my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Isn't that funny? And now here's yeah. a Britney Spears joke. Yeah. And then um, there's, so, there's nothing. I'm just going to throw this out there. If you're listening to this and you enjoy those movies and you keep paying to see them in the theater, just kill yourself. Yeah. Just please. do it because you're hurting us we, all. We need to thin the herd a little bit. Yeah, yeah. you're hurting us all. BanffCast yeah. officially does not promote or condone suicide. Except in special cases. Except if you really, really, if you would think Meet the Spartans and Epic Movie were like your favorite movies ever. How about just stay at home and stop spending money That's so we fine. can keep yeah, our okay, legal. Yeah, okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> That's fine. All right, I'll amend it. You don't kill yourself. Just stop watching movies. Hey, teenage suicide, don't do it. Right. Wait until yeah. you're an adult. It's yeah. okay to cut. Just, don't kill yourself. Yeah. Just you remember emo, you go emo bitch. You go along the tracks, not across them. Down the no, road, not across the street. Uh, I thought it was about crossing the river. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Down the stream, don't cross the river. <laughs> don't cross well, the streams. We, I'm sorry I even brought this yeah, up. Yeah, well. But really, if you like those movies, stop liking yeah, them. Yeah, we, we really don't. I don't want to tell you what to do, We don't have a very stop. strong opinion on this or anything. <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> okay. I do. I'm taking a stand right yeah. here. Just, That's what's just happening. Just hold on to your money and buy another video game, please. Yeah, really, please. Yeah. Anything. I mean, hell, rent Wicker Man. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Fast forward to the last 30 minutes. That's fine. I mean, You will laugh more. I guarantee it. Yeah, so let's let's laugh at bad movies, not just whatever those are. They're not even movies. No, they're just <sighs> they're a bad Mad TV sketch stretched out for an hour and a half. Yeah, that that I think that nails that's, it. That's yeah, yeah. That's about the most accurate description I've ever heard. Yeah. I'm nice. gonna steal that. Okay, I'm gonna be using that. From All right, now. just not on you. <laughs> Copyright. Yeah, trademarked. <laughs> so you um, beat me to it. <laughs> We're getting on to some time here. Do we want to give any uh, final thoughts and wrap it up? Um, no, I just think, uh, I mean, unless anybody has anything, we probably should just, you know. Yeah, if anyone's it. still left listening at this point, yeah. then, you know. <laughs> we have emails. We have a website. Yeah, it's, We're on yeah. them social networking things. We are uh, at bmfcast.com. You can reach me at bj at bmfcast.com. You can reach Mackie at Mackie, M-A-K-I, at Correct. bmfcast.com. And you can reach Harlow at H-A-R-L-O. At bandcast.com. That's great. Yeah. If we're on iTunes and you enjoyed this, give us five stars. Absolutely. Because we like stars. We even do. though even though the movies we watch will be one star movies. My God, market five stars. Yes. Yes. We don't want one that's, star that's reviews. That's two 2001 jokes. And yeah. I, I, there are more lines in that movie, I think. Yeah. Well, I'm, anyway. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I did that joke <laughs> twice. Well, um, regardless, yeah, regardless of that joke right there, yeah. please still give us five stars. <laughs> that's all we ask. Uh, we're, on, we're on the Twitters. Um, we yeah, are you guys tweet. I do not tweet. We're gonna we're gonna fix. I'm that. taking a stand against the uh, tweet. Fine, yeah. but okay. I am on Facebook. But you guys aren't. So yeah, there you go. So do I have to set up the Facebook page? Whatever. Um, maybe. Well, I, had I don't pl- know. I had planned on it, but my uh, oh my dignity keeps me away. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, okay, we're, we're follow us at uh, BMFCast on Twitter. All right. Um, I'll, I, you know what? I'm going to follow you guys. We'll, we'll go ahead and, uh, you know, when we know what movie we're going to watch, we're going to go ahead and throw it out there so you can maybe have, hopefully have gotten it and seen it by the time uh, yeah. you know, we, we get to it. So. If but if dare. not, you can just open up iTunes and just wait yes. until we until it comes through. Just keep hitting that refresh button over Absolutely. and over and yeah, over. Yeah, we don't, we don't really like Apple servers, so go ahead and crash them. 
Uh, yeah. Let's not do that. We are going no. to. Uh, that, that probably, yeah, I'm that, sure the, that the actually huge probably, demand for the Bamp cast yeah. is really that's going to bring it all down, man. <laughs> iTunes is fucked now. Yeah, we're 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 killing Steve Jobs. You did put the we're explicit on tag on this one, right? Absolutely fucking. <laughs> okay, thank motherfucker. You. I was going to say, man, if you got to go back and bleep, you're no. in trouble with me. No, no, we we would have killed it on the Summer of Sam section. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, did I swear during that? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. A couple <laughs> oh, times. I did? A little bit came out. You know what's sad? I don't recall swearing. It's <laughs> like I went into a fugue state when thinking about <laughs> Summer of Sam. I just lost it. This Munchausen syndrome. Yeah, yeah I, bl- I blanked out. I woke up, and then you guys were talking about day after tomorrow, and that's the last thing I remember. Sure. So. Okay, so anyway, let's let's wrap this puppy up and try to keep it under an hour and a half. All right. Here. So All anyway, right. that'll do it for the uh, inaugural episode of the BAMPcast. I am Harlow. I am the Beach. Not Mackie. Uh, we are signing off from the Bampcast. Bamcast.